right. So you're a music artist with plans to take over the world, huh? Yeah, duh. That's why I'm here. Well, you've come to the right place. Let's go. Welcome to the I Am Northbound podcast. Podcast. Your guide to dominating the new music industry. What is up, my world-changing music artists? It's Jason here, and welcome to episode 440 of I Am Northbound. I was trying to emulate one of those things, you know, in like clubs where they go, like rap battles and stuff. Anyway, we're at episode 40. Can you believe it? We did it. We did it. And I mean that. I mean that. I mean that. I was joking when I first said it because I thought it'd be funny to say it that way. But I really mean it. We did it together. Because if, I mean, sure, I made the episodes. But if you weren't listening, I probably wouldn't have made the episodes. So thank you for being here. It's because of you that I'm able to do this. I can't believe I'm at episode 40. Then again, I'm celebrating 40. I think 50 is the one I should have saved the celebration. I celebrated too early. Whoops. Have you seen there are tons and tons of videos online if you type in I think there's like subreddits dedicated to them, but there's also uh, compilations on YouTube and that of premature celebrations of people like celebrating winning a race and then losing it. It's pretty funny. I mean, they are pretty funny. You feel a bit bad for the people because it must be really embarrassing uh, to the point of humiliating, <laughs> humiliation. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is, it is, uh, it's pretty embarrassing for these people to celebrate and then lose straight after. But you know, that all of that aside, it's absolutely hilarious. So, how's everything been in your world? Hopefully, you have been fantastic. We're getting some rain here in Australia. So, I mean, hopefully, it's going to the right places. Uh, you know, it's still ridiculously hot. It's like 40 degrees Celsius one day, rains in the afternoon. But, you know, I'm just filling the end because of uh, the whole bushfire situation here in Australia. I can't believe I read recently that the smoke from the bushfires circled the entire world and came back to Australia. So, on the other side of the world, they had the smoke from our bushfires and it, it was only halfway on its journey back around the world to get back to Australia. That is absolutely crazy. Uh, yeah. And as I said, if you want to make a difference, if you want to help for that, because I've had a few people message me and ask, you know, if there's anything they can do, you need to donate to the RFS or try to find ways to donate to the uh, people that are, have lost their houses and that kind of thing. Uh, the only thing I'll say, I mean, I don't know too much about these topics, so don't quote me on this, but I have, I went up to get a sausage roll from the pie shop the other day and the lady there who, I mean, <laughs> you know, I should be <laughs> clear about this as a disclaimer. I can't say she's probably the most unbiased political source. I'm not saying she's biased, but I mean, I wouldn't go to her as a political correspondent, the lady at the pie shop, but she's lovely. And she said that she's a bit disappointed because she donated money to the charity and it's come out saying that only 30% of the money donated is getting to the fire brigade this year and they're saving the rest of it for future bush bushfires. So it still will get to them eventually, but if you want money to help people out now, um, you know, do that, donate to the people that need it. There's also, I think it's called the ARC and they are the Animal Rescue Collective. I just took a massive gamble at that because I don't actually know what that stands for, but these are people, conservation, I don't know, the C stands for some and so do the other two letters. They're actually helping all the wildlife that are actually without homes and don't have any, uh, you know, food or shelter or anything like that because they've just had everything removed. Like we've lost a billion wildlife, like all these national animals like you know koalas kangaroos wombats echidnas a lot of them are gone and it's so sad and it's unfathomable and i really genuinely i don't know it's just one of those things that it's bigger than all of us so it's like so hard to comprehend but yeah if you want to help out go make sure you help out with that i mean i see so many people doing really cool stuff where they're like hey all proceeds from 
you know, something I sell will go to the bushfires. I mean, this is the time I wish I sold something. All this time I've been like, I'm not selling anything because I don't want you to think that I'm just trying to sell you something. And I don't have anything to sell at a time like this where I could have sold it and donated all the money, giving you something, whatever. I'll do something. If you want to donate and you want me to do something and get involved, let me know and I'll make something for you. Anyway, hope your week has been fantastic. Did you check out last week's episode of the podcast? It was a pretty good one. You know, like I feel like this new type of direction is going over well because I've heard good news from a couple of people, but people aren't complaining. And I feel like if people aren't complaining, then it's usually a sign that things are being accepted. Um, so yeah, hopefully you're like in the new direction of the podcast where I just kind of let you into more of, I mean, I've said this a million times, I've got plans for a new podcast called Inside the Mind of the Music Industry where I dive really into the psychology studies and all the um, crazy academic stuff and seeing how, uh, you know, the academic studies, I mean, that other people have done and then try to, my brain makes sense of it and apply it to the music industry. By no means am I saying I'm academic. Um, but yes, I, I definitely want to do that. But I know, and I, yeah, I've written... Uh, three or four episodes for that because I have to script them out. And yeah, I think the best way for me to do that will be in seasons. So maybe like six episodes a season and release a season at a time. But I like the stuff I'm finding out through that. And if I can bring them up on this podcast in a more conversational way, I can give you little snippets of what that's going to be about rather than my initial plan was to separate the two podcasts and make this one more about, um, I don't know, as I said, stuff you can find elsewhere. There's so many other podcasts that do what I was doing about like, how do I release music? Should I buy vinyls or should I buy physical like CDs in this day and age? And like, there are a ton of podcasts doing that kind of stuff and they're all giving fantastic advice. So rather than me just be another voice uh, added to that conversation, I thought I'd try to add something new and you guys seem to like it, which is fantastic. But if you message me and let me know you don't like it, that's cool too. I'll try to accommodate for you specifically. And uh, that sounded passive aggressive, but I really didn't mean to. I'm here to help and make sure the show does keep you happy. Uh, but also, if you do like it, let me know as well because it really means the world. But if you didn't check out last week's episode, you should go back and listen to it. We talked about uh, scientific ways for persuasion. It's from a book called Yes, uh, Fifty Ways, Fifty Scientifically Ways to Find Fifty Scientifically Proven Ways to Persuade. I knew I'd get it right eventually. Um, that book teaches you like little small little snippets of um, tests that were done, and when people have you know changed a few words in their sales pitch and how they got way more sales and that type of thing. And I was talking about how you can apply it to the music industry. And yeah, I really think that's cool. And the week before that episode was great too. Hopefully I can keep delivering it today. Uh, but in saying that today's episode is going to be a bit more, a bit of a different approach altogether. I've seen a few things on my feed recently that you guys are doing because I do follow some of you and I do check in with a lot of you that I know are listening. If you haven't let me know that you listen to the podcast yet, do so I can check out what you're doing with your music and seeing if you're getting results. And like, if I watch your feed, I can see how I can help you specifically. Um, so make sure you reach out if you haven't already. Um, but yeah, so I want to talk today about something I'm seeing more often that I know you guys are doing great. And I want to give you that this episode is a pat on the back. You know what I mean? I, I did that to make it come through the microphone and I, it might've sounded like that was way too loud. So just a soft, nice little supportive pat on the back, not a, I'm punching you in your back. <laughs> but anyway, I've been seeing that a few of you guys have been taking that step out and actually posting stuff about you as a person, taking down your walls, taking down your defenses, letting people into the soft little beautiful core of yourself that exists in there that is, on a, is, is, is in all of us. But, you know, the world makes us put walls up. We all get tough. We all get like, don't want to talk about things. We don't want to be 
you know, made a full of or find any form of negative repercussions to what we say or don't want to offend people or that type of thing. So, but also it comes down to, we don't want to like be like not ostracized, but people just like kind of push us out uh, and, and separate away from us because we admitted something too personal about ourselves. But that's what everyone's thinking. Yet at the same time, everyone, whether you're a music artist or not, is looking for someone to connect with them and to make them feel more like that they're not alone. And, you know, it's that kind of weird, <laughs> it makes perfect sense. If you talk about who you are, you will, other people will be able to relate to you and build that connection you seek. Yet for some reason, you're telling yourself that if you don't be on, I mean, if you are honest about yourself, that people will push you away. It's the opposite. You're lying to yourself. It's not true. But I have seen some of you take that leap of faith, we'll call it. Um, and yeah, it's paying off. And I can see, oh my goodness, when the, the, as I say it this way, I was going to say the more you like reveal about yourself, the more people will relate to you. And then I thought about it. I'm like, yeah, but I also have this thing called the therapist zone, which I think uh, there, there are three zones to telling people like three zones to the things you could tell people about yourself. The first zone is the stranger zone. It's like you're talking to a complete stranger where you say barely anything about yourself you give no real ground for connection but you don't you know i don't you don't allow for that back or anything like that so there's not much that can really happen in the stranger zone but most people live in that like the stranger zone you know what i mean like you talk to a stranger not like the zone strange kind of is because nothing happens there middle ground is where you really want to be it's called i call it the best friend zone so you want to talk to your audience like you're talking to your best friend you know you want to talk to them uh let them into your you know your faults what you've been going through your trials tribulations uh that's a saying that people say a lot i'm not quite sure what a tribulation is but it goes together and i'm pretty sure it means what i mean uh you know your mistakes just like that like the way i talk to you i don't go back and edit this podcast and try to make sure everything is absolutely perfect i leave my mistakes in if i look like an idiot i look like an idiot but hopefully i give enough like value to you that it weighs out the idiotness uh you know it, it goes to show I, i'm not taking myself too seriously because i want you to feel comfortable knowing that i'm really here to help you if i came out and talked to you like you're a stranger and was like hi nice to meet you yeah i'd like to help you with your music career you would distance yourself so hard from me but maybe the reason you keep listening is because you know i'm just authentically me you get what you get, whether you like it or not. <laughs> In saying that, I did say before to let me know if you don't like it and I will change. <laughs> Contradicting myself. But no, for real, I'm me. This is what you get. If you met me in real life, I'm like this. Maybe I'm not as animated because sometimes I get tired, but I'm like this. But then again, you can move too far past the best friend zone. And if you get real weird and tell them your deep, dark secrets that you should only, re only really reveal to a therapist, I call that the therapist zone. So don't go admitting weird stuff like, I don't know, stuff that is in that therapist zone where you don't see, I don't know, how do I say this without it sounding like just do what other people are doing? But you, you know what I'm saying? Like if you, if for some reason at 3 a.m. at night, you always have an urge to get out of bed and fill a bathtub with peanut butter and swim in it while listening to Queen, that might be a bit too weird for your fan base, right? But a therapist might need to hear that. You know, you know what I'm saying? You know, if that type of thing is like that. If you've ever thought about marrying your dog, maybe that is it. If you're in love with your dog, 
talk to your therapist about that. That's not probably something to bring up to your fan base. But going through real life issues that most people go through, I mean, everyone's going to be able to relate to that, or at least a lot of people in your audience will. Mental health issues are so prevalent in today's day and age. And to, to admit that you're going through something, not that you've been through it and you got better. People do that all the time and they love to play that. I'm at the end of the tunnel, like in the light of the end of the rainbow sort of thing, light of the tunnel found the end of the rainbow, whatever. You're you're out of it and you're better. And I think a lot of people wait for that better stage, but a lot of the times with mental health, there is no quote unquote better stage. It's about management. So I have mental health issues. I don't wait for myself to get better because I'm always going through something. Like it it's it's there. It's life, right? So you learn to deal with it and, and you learn to go through that. I should talk about more of my mental health stuff because I know some of you guys will relate to it. I mean, here I am. I need to practice what I preach, but I just have so much to say elsewhere that I'm not th- thinking of talking about that. But maybe I'll do that if you want to hear about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's that same type of thing. Don't, but don't wait for you to get better because that day, I'm not going to say will never come. I mean, when I say that, I don't mean you'll never get better if you're going through mental health stuff because you will. Life will get heaps better. Life is better. It's just about you realizing that or things kind of sorting itself out for you to see that again. It's like a haze has to be removed from you. Uh, but waiting for the day for you to say, this is the perfect time to talk, that day of perfection will never come. It's the same day as if you you know, put off the perfect day to start exercising and the perfect day will never come. You just got to get up and exercise. So it's the same thing. You've got to go out there. I saw someone recently post to uh, their following going, Hey, I'm going to be real with you. I'm going through mental health stuff right now. That's why I've, uh, you might've noticed some things about me and my behavior and that type of stuff. And like the response that they got back from that was amazing because a lot of people just showed support and that support does not put them at an arm's length going, Oh, I'll show you support, but you, you know, I'm keeping my distance. Like you, you weirdo. No, they're actually saying, let me step closer to you. Let me be closer to you. Let me find more out about you because I relate to you, or at least even if they don't know specifically what you're going through, they build that connection because they feel responsible for your well-being because they like you and want to see you succeed. So, you're going to get a lot of support from your audience if you be real and honest with them about it. I mean, look at all the biggest, most viral shared posts. It's like mothers talking about going through, you know, early, what's it called? Early uh, few weeks, few months, like the early time period of being a mother. Um, that's some really challenging times. And I know that now being a dad and seeing what my wife went through, but it's the mothers who come out and say the things that other mothers aren't saying all these people who have been mothers, which are a lot of people, go, wow, I totally relate to this person and good on them for saying the stuff that I wish I had the guts to say. Uh, and, and and that's it. You could be doing that too. So, don't wait for the perfect day to start talking about the things you're going through because um, the perfect day won't come. You need to get out there, start speaking to people, talk to your audience, let them know what you're going through. Um, and just make sure that you balance it with positive content as well because you know it, I've seen some music artists it's like cathartic to let out how they're feeling and then they just go down this path of like negativity and a few people will unfollow them because they'll think, you know, all they're doing is posting negative stuff. But if you're posting the the realness of day-to-day life where you celebrate your wins and you uh, celebrate your losses too because everything is about perspective, if you can do that and bring positivity even to your saddest and like most emotionally charged moments, if you can bring positivity to that, that's where people are going to keep following you. So, that's it. Always spin it so that there is a sense of growth within it. And if you can show your audience how you grew from a specific circumstance or how you plan to, that's what's going to keep people watching. No one wants to start a movie, right? If you go sit down in a movie theater, again, 
I'm making up a metaphor on the spot as I did. And I started talking about being in a bath with peanut butter and marrying your dog. Okay. I didn't think those out before I said it. Do I wish I could go back and change it? Yes. But am I going to edit this podcast? No, because I'm all about authenticity. But anyway, you could go sit in a movie theater. Bear with me. You don't want to sit down and the opening credits come on. Do they even do opening credits anymore? But whatever. The movie starts and then it actually starts at the end. And the person's like, well, this is what happened. And now we're at the end. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, oh, this is the end of the movie and the credits roll. And you go, cool, I saw the ending. Great. No, you want to see the progression of the character. You want to see what they go through and you want to relate to that, right? So let your audience do the same thing. They haven't subscribed to you. Remember, if anyone is following, if anyone's following you, they've chosen to follow you. They want to see your content. People don't realize that. They don't think about that. They just kind of assume, yeah, my followers. Yeah, but why did they follow? It's not like Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or Twitter just gave you a whole bunch of followers and said, make them happy. These people like chose to be your followers because they want to see more about you. So why aren't you giving that to them? You know what I mean? It's that type of thing. They, 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 that type of thing. They want to see the journey. They, they want to see what you go through. It's that type of thing, right? Show people where you come from and let them be a part of your story so they can see you're see you from start to finish don't wait for that finish zone like the, the end before the end credits for you to tell everyone what happened because no one's going to be interested they want to go alongside with you now why do people connect to movies that's actually a good point like why why do people want to see the the challenge of the hero like or the person going through the story why do they want to connect with someone well i just gave the answer away it's to connect and how do they connect because that person uh, reminds them or they can find something within that character that reminds them of their, them in some way. Now, I've talked about this on a previous episode, but people think of themselves and that is all we can do because all we know is ourselves. We have to actively think to not be selfish and to think about others, but our natural first reaction is to think about ourselves so much so that we do it a lot without even thinking. Like, for example, like, and it, and it, and it makes sense. It's not always selfish. Like if you're filling up a glass of water to have a drink you're doing that subconsciously, or I'll say non-consciously. You're not even really thinking you're doing it because you want a drink, right? You're not thinking, oh, I better get a drink for someone else until you think I'm thirsty and I've got a guest, they should have a drink too. Do you know what I mean? So we just naturally do things for ourselves. So when it comes to dealing with others, we just default to thinking of ourselves first. You know, so it's it's I'm trying to say to say don't get annoyed at people for being like thinking of themselves first because that's not really selfishness. I guess the selfishness comes is when they refuse to think of others but uh, and only think of themselves. But yeah, most people when they're watching movies and stuff will look for things that remind them of them. And this is the same thing with your content, okay? They're gonna look for something in that that, that reminds that them of them. And if they can see themselves in your content, um, they're going to want to attach to that because they want to see where it will take them because it reminds them of them, you know, and they're invested in it. Uh, so if you're not giving them those points of access to find themselves in your content, you're just giving up so much of an opportunity for your followers and your audience to become obsessed with you and your journey and to become committed to you. And therefore, when you release music, hear themselves in the music and that kind of thing. The biggest proof of this is to think about the connection people build with instrumental music. Like, like, why would people build a connection with instrumental music? Because a lot of people will say, oh, the reason people like music is because of the lyrics. Yeah, sometimes it can be the lyrics, but again, it's because they're hearing something in the lyrics that moves them emotionally. And why does it move them emotionally? Is because it relates to something that has affected them to move, to be able to move them emotionally. Do you know what I mean? So it's the same thing. But why on earth would people like instrumental music? Usually it's because they associate that music uh, with a specific time of their life and will put 
additional context around it that is additional subjective context mind you it's something that no one else can experience that when they hear that song as you probably have songs like that even whether they got lyrics or not that remind you of a specific summer that you went through or a specific winter or like the time that you were dating someone or you know the the time that it was the season you first got married like that type of thing but even if it's not about that and you're not thinking about specific times, it's because that music moves you in a way to make you feel or be reminded of a specific emotion or experience that you went through. You know what I mean? It's all coming through their, through their eyes. So the self matters. This is what I'm trying to say. You need to be providing as many access points to your music as possible. And that comes from showing them every single part of your personality. Now, the personality is just one of the four dimensions. I talk about all four in my book. That's not to sell my book. I'm just saying this is just the tip of the iceberg. But the more you can put out there into the world to, to let people grab on, the, the more results you're going to see. However, you should know this, okay? This is what the most exciting part is that you should take away from all of this. I'm, I'm setting it up like I'm about to reveal something you don't know. But you, I've said this the entire time. If you can understand that people think of themselves first and are always looking for what's in it for me, they're thinking, why are you not like me? Or why am I so different? That's the same thing said two different ways. If you can provide the answer to that question, like you're not so different because I'm kind of like you and you should see I've lived a different life, but I know what you're going through. That's like, that's like the magnet connecting. <laughs> that's the sound of a magnet connecting, but just, and they're just like straight away connected to you. I'm like, all right, well, I'm on, I'm on board. I want to watch your journey. What are you going through? Cause you might be able to, like, I might be able to see myself in it. And you know, it's that type of thing. It's like impossible for any of us. I think, I mean, I'm saying this without really thinking about it, but I'm pretty sure that because everything we can only perceive it through our own eyes and our own experience Everything that moves us is because it reminds us of ourselves or something we've been through. So that's the exact same thing. You've got to provide as much as you can. And the only way you can do that is by taking that leap of faith. Take that leap of faith. Show your audience who you are. Step out of your comfort zone. Show them. Talk about everything that has affected you, what you've been through while staying in that best friend zone. You don't really want to go to the therapist zone. You'll know when you're there. Okay. If you wouldn't admit it unless someone was sworn under, um, you know, have therapists to like, they're confidential. They won't tell anyone about it. Um, you know, if, if you wouldn't tell anyone unless they swore they would never tell anyone else, don't say it publicly, but don't talk to people like they're strangers. Talk to them like they are your best friend and be open and honest about things and what you've been through and just be clear about um, who you are as a person and what has shaped you into what you become. Now, I want to finish this episode with a really, really cool quote uh, by a guy called Miyamoto Musashi. And he was a, he was like an undefeated obviously, because he lived till he was like really old, uh, Japanese samurai from like the 1600s. And I read one of his, I'll use the word books lightly because it's like more like manuscripts, but they were translated. And it's talking about, he's like his, his methods and tools and tactics of how to like win in battle. And essentially it's kind of like, I got recommended the book because you know how people read The Art of War and they think that, you know, well, they think it sounds like I'm saying it's not, applicable, but it is, but they read the art of war and apply it to business rather than to war. Well, his book, Five Rings, um, the book of Five Rings, it's called, he actually talks about, you know, the art of, um, you know, fighting in battle hand to hand with swords, I guess, samurai stuff, but it's very applicable to day-to-day -day life. And it's very cool with like self-help stuff of like thinking about, I don't know, it's very metaphorical. He may not have said it, specifically to be metaphorical, but it is very, very cool and really good. Anyway, so he has like nine 
nine, nine rules in that book that he thinks you need for like a perfect perfect existence which i mean come on it's nine what 1600s and he lived in like a mountain for years and never spoke to anyone and never showered a day in his life or something like that he's like proper crazy samurai that just never lost and was just this crazy guy anyway absolute badass this book is crazy and his perspective on life is pretty crazy to think that we can even i say crazy a million times but it is how much how much we can look back in the past and like have that available to us now with that perspective is just amazing you thought i was gonna say crazy again but anyway here's a really really cool quote that i want you to uh that one of my friends put up recently and it made me think about how cool he is and i revisited his book um his quote says there is nothing outside of yourself that can ever enable you to get better stronger richer quicker or smarter everything is within everything exists seek nothing outside of yourself Now, not only is that an amazing quote for you to take into your life, to seek nothing outside of yourself, don't look to other people to make you better. You you have the potential to make you better. Don't look to record labels to try to get your next step in your music career. Take it, learn, focus, be a better person, get out of your comfort zone, talk about things, let opportunities present themselves. You can't do anything if you shut all the doors. So open the doors, put opportunities out there into the world. One of the coolest little pieces of advice I got was from a book, uh, I think I recommended it recently, Margot Lightman's book, um, Long Story Short. And she says in it that people say that they never have any good stories to tell. And she said, if you normally drive to work, she tells her students to catch the bus. And uh, instead, and then when they meet back for their like group lessons or whatever, see if they've got any stories. And all of them are like on the first day they had a story. So as soon as you break routine and do something different, you're going to have something to talk about. It's the same thing with opportunities. If you're wondering why nothing's happening for your music, how many emails are you sending a day? Find people that, that could help you and contact them. Send a bunch of stuff out into the world and do it every single day. And you might send 30 or 40 emails a week. And then maybe one will reply, but one, that means once every week, you're getting a new opportunity on your doorstep. Isn't that pretty cool for just sending a few emails? Amazing stuff. So you need to do that. Don't look to anyone else. Look within yourself, be that person. And, and yeah, cause you are capable of doing whatever you want, but also understand that's the way that other people are thinking too. That may sound contradictory to say that they shouldn't look to you to help them through it. Think about that. Everything exists within themselves because all they have is themselves. So you can be the helping hand to help them through that. Just as the opportunities that come to you are going to have a helping hand out for you and you can collaborate with them, you can be that helping hand to someone else, but you have to be opening the doors. You can't live a life with your walls up waiting for something else to break through those walls. You need to put them down, get out there and start doing stuff. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the I Am Northbound podcast you made it all the way to the end i hope you loved it why not check out another episode i'm sure you can find one right below wherever you found this one but before you do make sure you subscribe if you haven't already and it would mean the world to me if you could either leave a rating and a review for this podcast or share it out to your followers that act of kindness goes so much further than you may think it helps me help more music change the world 